Welcome to Faith and Flagler, everyone. My name is Brian McMillan. I'm your host today. I'm also the publisher and co-owner of the Palm Coast and Ormond Beach Observer newspapers. And today I want to say thank you for listening because building faith strengthens our community. I want to say thanks to our sponsors, Douglas Property and Development, Big John's Appliances, and Stevenson Wilcox and Associates. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And today we're going to do part two of, of the conversation with Father Jose Panthaplamthatiol, the pastor for St. Elizabeth and Seton Catholic Church on Beltair Parkway in Palm Coast. Um, he was born in India, back and forth, a long, impressive resume, um, studied journalism in the United States, and has been the um, the pastor at St. Elizabeth and Seton Catholic Church um, for the past few years. Um, and I know that um, we started talking uh, in the last episode about the Sermon on the Mount and particularly the Our Father prayer. Uh, so I'm going to start, if I can. Well, I, I haven't heard your voice yet on the show. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing all the talking again. Thank you for coming on, Father Jess. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Very, it's a privilege to be here. Thank you so much. Well, I'm glad uh, glad you can lend your wisdom to uh, to our listeners and to our community. Um, so Jesus taught in Matthew 6 in the Sermon on the Mount, After this manner pray ye, this is King James Version, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And we've been talking about how do we know the will of God? How do we then have the courage to do it when maybe doing the will of God might sometimes in our perception make our lives worse. What happens if I think that doing God's will is going to make me sacrifice something that I want, that I need, um, possibly cause harm to a relationship or to my job by what I see as doing the will of God. How do we have courage to still do the will of God in a situation like that? Well, if we are really serious about following Jesus, then we will face all the challenges and crosses on the way. Remember the words of Jesus. If you like to come after me, renounce yourself, take, you, take up your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. So there will always be crosses in our life. Uh, but when we are ready to carry those crosses with the help of the Lord, we will find joy even when we are carrying the cross. Even when we're carrying the cross. Yes. Through the trial, we can yes. have joy. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a contradiction, I think, to a lot of people. I'm, I'm going through a bad thing and I'm happy about it. Well, uh, if it is the will of God, we must be ready to go through the suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are times God allows suffering to come to our lives. Those sufferings will purify us, make us better people. And uh, those sufferings are occasions for us to turn to God in a real way. Maybe sometimes the, the, the fallacy, the problem with the logic is that I think that if I choose what I want to do, yes. I'll avoid suffering. Well, Is there, that really possible? <laughs> no, there are times, you know, we choose what we want and that uh, totally ends up in suffering. Uh, so, it's still, so you still suffer one way or the yeah, other. Yes, yes, you do. You do. <laughs> That's a pretty pessimistic view of life, but, but it's, that happens. It's reality. That is reality. Yes, <laughs> there's going to be suffering. The question is, are you going to suffer 
with Christ and, and, and with God and have them support you? Yeah, yeah. Or are you going to suffer alone? Yeah, the, the best <laughs> thing to do is to suffer with Christ or carry the cross with his help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is what he wants all the Christians to do. You know, yep. Come after me, you know, carry you across. Yep. And follow in my footsteps. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the next part of the prayer, the Our Father prayer, which you mentioned last episode, that was that was a beautiful thought of learning this as a as a young child and saying it every day, basically your whole life. Yes. Right. Yes. And is that what what a lot of Catholics would do? Is they do say that prayer every, every day, day every, every day. day of your life at different times. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. The yes. the it's it's a. Evidence of devotion. Yes. Uh, to, to give an example, like when I start, you know, driving, like, you know, start with our father. When you start driving? Yeah, in the like morning, you, you know, the... when, you know, whenever you, you know, go out of your house, you know, yeah. uh, as you uh, sit behind the wheels, you say a prayer. And the first thing that most Catholics do, I think, is uh, to say the prayer, our father. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so, so sit... that's a, that's a uh, reminder, you know, to pray. Yeah, you yeah. sit in the car. Okay, you start with the prayer. Turn the car on. You say, "Our, Our Father, Father, which art in heaven." Yes, um, it's it's a, it's a beautiful thought. Yeah. It's a beautiful thought. And you begin to drive, knowing that God is there to help you, you know, to guide you, and also to prevent you know any accidents, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, although sometimes there will be accidents. You know, what what if I said to you, you know, I'm coming to you, Father Jose. You know, I need your help. I prayed, I said the Our Father, and then I got into a car accident. Well, you know, how, how do you help me explain that? It is not enough that we pray. We have to do our share, too. You know, we have to be cautious. We have to uh, follow the rules of driving. You know, you right. have to stop where you're supposed to stop. The fact that we are praying doesn't guarantee yeah. that we are going to save unless we cooperate with the grace of God and also the things that we are asked to do. Yeah. yeah. And then there are going to be other people... Yeah. And make choices yeah. that impact us. Yes, that somebody crashed into me despite my, me doing every single thing I could. I could. Yeah, I prayed. I followed every rule. Yeah, um, and yet there's a. It seems like a a freak chance, or does sometimes people think that God did that to me? You know, I got into a car crash, and you know somebody might say I, I blame God for that. You know, what, what would you say to that person? You know, I think we have to look at all these things in the loving providence of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we try to do our best following the uh, guidelines given by God. If Even after doing that, if something happens, leave it to God. It's That will be done. That will be done. But we are not going to lose heart. Mm-hmm. God knows what's happening and what is best for us. So even if it is an accident, we will accept it. That should be the way. Otherwise, we will never have peace. Yeah. Remember what happened to the Lord Jesus. He had to carry the cross. And one time he said, why have you abandoned me, Father? Mm-hmm. But still, he wanted to do God's will. That's why he said, not my will, but thy will be done. So in this world, we will uh, have both joys and sorrows. We will be grateful to the joys and also we will be grateful to the sorrows because they someone who had helped us to become closer to the Lord. Yeah, Jesus was not spared no, he the suffering. Not, he, no, no. he endured the most of all. So yeah. um, in one way, it's like, well, why w- would you expect to have an easy time of it? That's right. When, That's right. when the Lord himself went through all this. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so the prayer goes on to say, this is Matthew six eleven, give us this day our daily bread. Yes. What does that What does that mean to you? That That seems like um, there are many people in the world who do not have bread. Um, you, you you know we have to remember when we say, uh, "Give us this day our daily bread." We are not praying not just for us, but for everyone in this whole wide world. Help the world to be fed. Yes, it is not yeah. like my Father in heaven. Give me my daily bread. No, <laughs> we are praying as a community. Uh, initially, we might think it is a small community that we are praying with, but when you think of it, we are actually uh, praying for the whole world because we are the children of one heavenly father. Mm -hmm. When we say our father, that means all of us, regardless of where we are living, we are all brothers and sisters. So if I say, uh, give us today our daily bread, that means that prayer is not just for me, but for everyone. But right. we need to have that awareness. That is the most important thing. If we pray with that awareness, you will feel really great. Okay. I n- yeah. I never thought of this until you just said that. I, I mean, I've read this a hundred times. But sometimes we don't remember. But 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 this the idea of pray this way, our Father. Yes. It's not the my Father. No, no. It's the our Father. Like yeah. You know, I'm recognizing by saying our that I am one of the human family. That's right. And so when I'm praying, I'm sort of praying on behalf of everyone. Everybody. Um, and um, give us give us your children yes. our daily bread. Please yes. provide for all of us. Yes. And, you know, that feeling of connection yes. to others, you can feel the connection through the act of praying. That's right. And remember, we never use... I, me, or mine in this prayer. Mm-hmm. When the Lord taught us this short prayer, he gave us the most beautiful prayer in the whole world, which comprises everything. Uh, if you really begin to uh, reflect on this short prayer, it will make you wonder how all those things could be brought together yeah. uh, in such a short prayer. But remember, it was taught by Lord Jesus himself, mm-hmm. not by man. Yeah. yeah. Forgive us our debts. Uh, before we go into that, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. let me also uh, remind you one more thing about the first part. Yeah. When we say, give us today our daily bread, we are not just asking for our uh, like yeah. uh, food alone. You it's know? not actual spiritual bread. We are or also, it's not actual physical bread. Yeah. Also, we are asking for spiritual food, you know, like the word of God. Uh, as far as Catholics, we have the bread of life. You know, we have the Eucharist that we celebrate every day. Yeah. Uh, remember, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. So when we say we can include all those things, not only the physical bread, but the spiritual bread and the living bread that Jesus talked about. And also, when we say, give us today our daily bread, we are not just talking about bread alone, but about we are bringing in all our needs. We have so many different needs in our life. Uh, and we cannot articulate all of them all the time. Mm-hmm. But when we say daily bread, it includes all the essentials. The bread kind of represents all e- of everything, it. Everything, everything. And we need to be aware of that. If we are aware of that, that prayer will become really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it, it makes me think about the in Matthew 4, 4, um, yes, the, the man, does not, man does yep. not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Right. Yeah. I thought you might have that one memorized. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know in both languages, in my mother tongue as well as in English. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week we can do a, a an episode in your language. 
probably probably won't help me too much. No, Sorry. No, no, thank no, you for no. knowing. Thank you for being willing to speak in English to me. <laughs> um, if you're just joining uh, the, us on the radio, um, I am here with Pastor uh, with Father Jose Panthaplamthatiel, Pastor for Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton Catholic Church, and I'm Brian McMillan, your host. So going back to again Matthew six. This is great. We're stretching out the Lord's Prayer for 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 uh, a couple of episodes. This is I, th- I think it's worthwhile. Obviously, I, hope so. I mean, obviously, you know, you read this, you say this a million times in your life. It still continues to teach you. Yes, it continues. It teaches me. So, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Is it a requirement to be forgive for us to be forgiven that yes. we also forgive others? Yes, because it is a requirement. Because yeah. the Lord has told us clearly, unless you forgive the sins of others, yeah. your sins will not be forgiven. This is I, I thought about this a lot because the idea of of repentance and forgiving isn't that the role of God? And yet here we are talking about Jesus now, and He's He's giving us a new a new law. Um, the the old law, you know, the law of Moses seems like it was very much, you know. This is how you get forgiven, the, the Day of Atonement, all these sacrifices and all these different things. And here Jesus is – this is kind of mind-blowing when you think about now here's what you're supposed to do, all my new followers. You know, and the, new, the new law is you need to forgive. Remember when Jesus was asked the question, what is the uh, most important commandment? Jesus gave not just one but two. Yeah. First, he said, love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then he said, the second is similar to the first one. Love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus cannot think of God without thinking of our human beings. Uh, they are together. God is the father. We are his children. So when we are given forgiveness for our sins, God wants us to forgive one another. Okay, I'm, is, yeah. I'm going to give you a little Bible quiz here. Yeah. You, you might know where this is. I, I don't, but I, I know it's in one of the books of John. How can you say that you love God when you hate your brother? First John. First, First John. John. <laughs> very good. Um, we have to forgive our debtors. That's very difficult to do. Forgive Forgiving others who are not even maybe asking for forgiveness. Yeah. They think they're right. They yeah, think yeah. we're wrong. Yeah. But how can we find peace despite being wronged like that? Uh, first of all, we have to remember that when Jesus gives us a command, he also gives us the grace to do it. Mm-hmm. It is not by giving the us power. the he power. He empowers to, us the, to do he it. He empowers us. So we need to tend to him, Lord, give me the power, the strength you know, uh, to forgive others. Then it will become easier. Mm-hmm. But still, because of our stubborn nature, uh, we may refuse to believe. It is then we have to remember, hey, if I don't forgive, I'm in real <laughs> trouble. I cannot get forgiveness for my sins. So that will be another challenge for us. You know, For our own salvation, we will be forced to for, uh, forgive others. So I've never um, confessed to a Catholic priest. And yes. I, I'm not going to do it right now on the, yes. on, on the show. But... <laughs> You are in an, a unique position for a lot of for a lot of other fa- yes, faithful yes. people, a yes. lot of other Christians, even yeah, yes. that don't do exactly how the Catholics do. But yeah. when when someone goes to you to confess and yeah. to yeah. ask Forgive. for forgiveness, yes, um, what is that like coming on 
on your side of that conversation where someone is is asking that do you see this as sort of a, a fulfillment of this prayer in a sense yes yes i'm sitting there in the name of jesus mm-hmm. and i'm giving absolution sins of the penitent in the name of the lord jesus i'm only just a, uh, like a medium you know like yeah. uh, i represent jesus uh, my role is to help the person to be truly repentant about the sins and also to remind the person to live a better life because to receive forgiveness it is not enough that we repent about our sins but we also need the determination mm-hmm. the uh, the commitment to uh, avoid sin in our future life so if someone comes to you every day and says i did this again i did this again i did this again you know uh, in the bible we read uh, <laughs> even a just person for seven times a day mm-hmm. so if that person is truly uh, repenting about sin uh, we will have to give absolution but i don't think it will happen though <laughs> is that is there is is someone falling again yeah is that evidence that they must not have been as sincere as they thought they no, were no it it's is, not it's just it is because of human weakness yeah. we are not as strong as we often think we are uh, we are part of the fallen human nature so sometimes we ourselves are stalked when we fall into sin without realizing hey did i do such a horrible thing then we realize okay it is not under my control sometimes but when we turn to god again and again and again he will empower us being being going back to god with the same yes, sin with a sense of humility sense is a is yeah. a beautiful empowering thing not yes, not yeah. a beat yourself up sort of thing no. can you tell me the chapter and and book of this verse okay <laughs> another quiz F- father joe's on the spot the game show right now i don't think I'll be. can you can you tell me where this is found because i'm not i think i know but i'm not sure the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak oh that is in, in saint luke i think when jesus yeah. was talking to the the disciples at yeah. the garden of gethsemane yeah yeah uh, that that's a really powerful idea yes. to me too the spirit is it's, willing it's like yeah. you know he's he's being very merciful yeah. to us yeah you're created in the image of god but you have this weakness inherent in you um and and um that's kind of depressing in a way but but yet that's like he he's he's willing to forgive yes he knows he knows our weaknesses yes we come across uh, those instances of forgiveness uh, in the in the in the bible especially in the gospels mm-hmm. uh, how he forgave the sins of the people especially the sinful women you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and and people were kind of outraged yes. when when he said i forgive yeah. you yeah 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 um but yet that's what do you think god wants to forgive us I think he's eager to forgive us. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes we might do something we shouldn't have done and we feel ashamed and we want to go hide. Yeah. yeah. And, But, and and remember the the story of the prodigal son, the father yeah. waiting for the son to come back. And he ran. Yeah, he ran. Yeah. He ran to go welcome his yeah. son back. Yeah. Um and lead us not into temptation. Uh one more thing before we go into that. Yeah. Uh, when we say <laughs> forgive us our sins, we are actually bringing all the past life into the presence of god okay uh, so so we we have yeah. sins we have shortcomings you know we did you know like uh, everything is brought to the attention of the uh, heavenly father in the first part we say we bring our present situation this is the past now let us go to the third one lead us not into temptation we are bringing all our future 
into the presence mm, of god you okay. know so the whole life our past our, our present and our future yes lead us not into temptation we want to be strengthened through the temptation yes actually that means you know avoid the occasions of temptations in my life that is the prayer god is not leading us you know but there will be occasions so we are asking god please avoid these occasions you know which may come yeah. which may occur in my life yeah do yeah. you think that we have some responsibility to avoid we, the temptations ourselves we, we have we have as i said before you know it is work of god and men together yeah. when when we pray for daily bread it is not enough that we pray for the bread but we have to go and work Yeah. In the same way, when we say, lead us not into temptation, we have to take all the precautions to avoid temptations. We have to work by the sweat of our brow. That's right, yeah. Genesis yeah, yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but deliver us from evil. That is actually uh, a continuation of the same yeah. prayer. You know, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. Because there is evil in the world. That's a reality. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bible tells us there is evil, the presence of, you know, like Satan or... Yeah. whatever you call so uh we need to be uh we need to be uh aware of this evil and we need to continually uh pray to the father you know to help us you know to to be uh to keep away from him you know to to keep him away from us yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then the prayer concludes with this sentence for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever Amen. Well, it is not part of the Catholic Bible. Is it not? Oh, okay. I know. did not know that. I didn't no, know that. No, it was added later in the 16th century. You would huh. find probably wow. in the Book of Common for the first time, not in any of the older versions. So it's it's, it's part of the Protestant uh, I, Bible. Yeah. I did not know that. It okay. Is, so is. <laughs> th- this is the old King James yeah, yeah, s- yeah. Uh, accepting the this Yeah. Sneaking in that last yeah, sentence. Yeah, if you, if you Google, you will find out <laughs> probably the details when it came up. Yeah. So, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Is that how yes, you would say yes, it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Deliver us from And evil. And also, uh, there is a really interesting thing uh, about this uh, prayer. When we say the prayer, our Father, we are not just talking to the Father alone. Uh, we are actually addressing the three persons of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us today our daily bread. that is addressed to the father who created us who provides for us okay uh, forgive us our sins that is addressed to the son who saved us from our sins hmm. and lead us not into temptation that is addressed to the holy spirit hmm. you know who always gives us the strength so when you think about this prayer you are actually also uh, finding uh, a way to praise the three persons of the holy trinity communing with all with with yes. all of yes yeah gotcha um okay so we're running out of time so we're not going to get to the the uh, beatitudes maybe another uh, episode another time <laughs> <laughs> we can do that but maybe just one thing um blessed are the peacemakers i just want to uh say how would you encourage people to become good better peacemakers you know uh once we have peace in our hearts that will be reflected in our life in our actions mm-hmm. uh unless we have peace in our hearts we cannot ask others you know to uh to have peace in their life so we have to start with ourselves uh and then of course we can help others to find peace uh by uh doing what is necessary to have a uh, peaceful atmosphere if you are the head of the family you make sure that you know you create the atmosphere uh for a peaceful life you have your wife your children you know so 
you need to be consciously you know aware of the need otherwise you can talk about it but nothing will happen but moreover remember it is the lord who gives us uh, the gift of peace mm-hmm. so we need to pray for peace in our hearts in our family in our society in our country in fact in the whole world yeah very wise well i uh I I feel very well uh very well fed from this conversation. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you helping give me the some of this daily bread um and and helping to understand it. So um Pastor jo- or Father Jose Pantha Plamthatiel, pastor for St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Catholic Church. Thank you so much for being my guest for two episodes in a row and kind of ringing in the the new year um starting uh you know starting 2024. Thank you to Douglas Property and Development, Big John's Appliances, and Stevenson, Wilcox, and Associates um, for for supporting Faith in Flagler. And I hope everyone can be a, have a peaceful 2024.